0: You are now listening to Well-Fed Women, the show that's been radically changing the way women perceive health, fitness, and their bodies since 2015. I'm your host, Noelle Tarr. Submit your questions to wellfedwomen at gmail.com, and you can keep up with the show on Instagram at Women. Welcome to the Well-Fed podcast. This is episode number 368. I'm your host, Noelle Tarr of coconutsandkettlebells.com. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner and certified personal trainer, and I'm here with my co-host Stephanie Rupert, founder of PaleoForWomen.com, author of Sexy by Nature, and we're also co-authors of the book called Coconuts and Kettlebells. Get it on Amazon. (laughs) Um, And today we are going to be talking about balancing exercise with rest as we age, what is the deal with natural menstruation products, and are they worth it, and weight training at home. Uh, Before we get to all of that fun. Uh, the last two years have really been just crazy. I don't think we've ever experienced anything like it in our lifetimes, especially considering the impact... The last few years has had on people's mental health. And unfortunately, a lot of us have been beaten down with just anxiety and stress and poor sleep. And if you're a working parent or just a parent at all, um, you've had the, the, you know, extra weight of trying to keep your kids occupied and help them navigate everything. And it can be a lot. So. If you're feeling exhausted and burnt out, you are certainly not alone. There are hundreds of thousands, if not, I would say millions of people all over the country and all over the world who probably feel the same way. One of the um, critical things you can do today, which I, um, I do daily, is supplement with uh, magnesium and specifically a compound magnesium supplement like Magnesium Breakthrough. And that is because stress and anxiety actually depletes your magnesium levels. So low magnesium levels then can contribute to more anxiety and sleep issues. And then it becomes a really vicious cycle. So by supplementing with magnesium breakthrough, you can really break that cycle because you'll be getting seven unique forms of organic full spectrum magnesium for stress relief and better sleep all in one pill. I take two. Um, I've been digging to every night uh, before bed for the last couple of years, and it's one of the only nutrients that is an absolute daily must for me. For our exclusive offer, you can go to magbreakthrough.com forward slash wellfed10. Use the code wellfed10 to save 10% when you try Magnesium Breakthrough. I actually purchased the bulk option. So if you go to magnesiumbreakthrough.com forward slash wellfed10, you can purchase um, the last one you'll see, the bottles are $23.70 each, which is what I do. And that is a six month supply. So you'll basically you'll have a bottle um for like a month. So a bottle will be a month's worth. Um, so if it, for any reason you don't love it, you can actually get a full refund for up to one year after your purchase. No questions asked. This is one of the reasons why I really love by optimizers. Again, that's Mag Breakthrough, so M A G b r e a k t h r o u g h dot com forward slash wellfed ten use our code wellfed ten to get your ten percent discount on top of that hi stephanie hi 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 hey so anything new. <laughs>
1: How you doing?
0: I've started saying <laughs> that doing? a lot. I've been
1: saying that so much. I say to everybody, like every stranger I come across, it always makes people smile. I'm like, hey, how you doing? And
0: they're like that. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's our generation love that. because we know, I mean, I do you remember the commercial? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Well, you remember I that? remember Joey from Friends. Yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah. It's the 90s thing. 90s. By the way, did you watch the Super Bowl halftime show at... Or did you watch i the did Super Bowl? actually oh, did? i
1: did i had i did not plan to but i ended up on a date
0: <laughs> <laughs> of course it happened it happened yeah it happened um yeah. i didn't get to watch it <laughs> we were sick and i was just like whatever i'm putting the kids to bed so i didn't but I, i've been meaning to go back and watch it and we just haven't gotten there were you entertained by it i heard it was like a 90s kid kind of thing
1: uh, I mean, I'm not normally entertained by much. <laughs> um,
0: by Eminem, yeah, no, M&M and
1: it was, it was it was really nicely done. Dr. Dre and Snoop and Eminem, sure, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. and I, I'm glad that that was the halftime show. So cool
0: because you were entertained slightly. Yeah, but a little bit. Stuff. Did you actually have to watch
1: football? I mean, it was out at the bar that I was at, so now Oh, room.
0: got it. Okay, so it wasn't yeah. like you were sitting at somebody's house, stuck there watching the Super Bowl. Game. <laughs> no, no, yeah. it was not. I've never enjoyed the Super Bowl. I love football. I hate the Super Bowl. I hate. I hate. I hate NFL. I I don't like professional football. Let's just. I'll put that out there. No, All I, right. I just, Yeah, I just don't. I'm I just, don't. I don't, I don't know these either. people. I don't know who they are. Like, I feel tied to collegiate sports. But when you're talking about professional sports and stuff, I'm like, eh. like, I could care less about professional basketball. Don't care about baseball. And I have to, you know, hear about that occasionally because because my husband's <laughs> a fan. Um. Anyway, I would like to ask you more about your date, but I'll save that for when this podcast ends. Um. I have a (laughs) thank you so much. (laughs) Um, So I have an interesting discussion point for us. Uh, This one's from Allie. She says, I'm curious. What is Steph's go to coffee order? Because if y'all don't know, if you were to look at Stephanie's stories like I do, um, lots of times she's in a coffee shop and talking about her coffee and or how she interacts with other people in the coffee shop, which is really sweet. So Mm. Mm. Yes. Yes. I have. Um, I call them my cafe boyfriends. <laughs> 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 I
1: have a few different. I have like a few different cafes and I maintain uh. flirtations at all of them. So.
0: Oh, that's um, so cute. Do they all show
1: up like like daily? No, they're they're like the people who work there. Mm. Got yeah. it. Um. <laughs> exclusively. I also have cafe friends, but I've got some cafe boyfriends and they're just, you know, people. We just have a nice, fun little interactions. Yes. um, Yeah. So I I do. I spend a ton of time in coffee shops and that's primarily because uh, I work alone and I live alone and I really like being around people. And, and currently, that's that's where I can be, you know, because of the shape mm-hmm. of the world for the last whatever. So, yes, I do spend a lot of time in cafes and I, I enjoy it. My um, go-to coffee order. Yeah, um, it's an oat milk, cappuccino or latte, depending on how much liquid I feel like consuming. Um, that's what I normally get at a cafe. Um, if I go to Starbucks, I might get... Um, I actually really like... So, I could get a oat milk cappuccino as well. But I would... Also, maybe get uh, something that's called a doppio compana, which is a double shot of espresso with whipped cream, which I really like because it's small and punchy. I like my mm-hmm. drinks to be small and punchy. Uh, and I might also add like some vanilla syrup to that or some heavy cream. So that's mm-hmm. a fun thing to try if you want a small but punchy drink at Starbucks. Um, but yeah, I, I love oat milk. I am a, I am a, it's a hill I will die on fighting for oat milk as the superior option for coffee beverages. Um oh, gosh. Yeah, and and I love cappuccinos but too like I I can't have too many, you know. I'm yeah. trying to have I'm, I'm I'm trying to go to I'm taking a couple days off a week or doing just one a day. Um I was falling into two or three a day for a while. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I got to dial that."
0: Back. <laughs> so, and you're going full octane, right? It's not like half calf No,
1: because so decaf is really, really hard for me because of my histamine thing. And also I think um, maybe like a, like maybe like a mold thing. I think, I think I may have like a reaction to, uh, there are some like toxins that are produced when mold grows on beans and um, that it, that can have an effect on your histamine system, but also just like your immune system in general. And certain coffee shops I go to, their coffee I have a few sips, and I know like immediately that it's impacting me really negatively. Mm. Um, and other coffee shops are okay. I haven't, I don't make my own coffee because I need to go out to cafes to socialize. But yeah. if I did, if I did make my own coffee, I would make sure that I bought like mold-free stuff um, yeah. for sure. Um, and and so n- currently, I just try to find cafes that have it. <laughs> so
0: yeah. Anyway. Love it! Uh, yeah. do you, I, I still have pictures from because when you came to visit me when I lived in Annapolis, um, and we sat down in a Starbucks at a little table and we like yeah. mapped out the book and then we went oh, to yeah. we went to um Barnes and Noble, <laughs> Barnes and Noble, and like got a table there and spent like half an afternoon looking at. You know cookbooks and what did we really want for the book? Um, yeah. We were just were spread out there. Um, yeah, good you memories. Know, I, bet,
1: I bet if we wrote the new paleo <laughs> today, it would sell. I think it's been enough, I think it's been enough time. Do yeah. you think it's
0: been enough time? I we do could actually. Totally bring it back. I think it totally would be. Oh. We, we would have to call it something else, but totally. <laughs> oh man. Just stay ahead of the curve, guys. Um. (laughs) All right. Shall we um, jump into questions? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Question number one is from Heidi. This is a long form question that I pulled from our emails. Um, By the way, if you have really long questions, you can email them to at gmail.com. 90% of the emails that I get in there are complete spam. So... If you have a question and you want to make sure that I see it, say question. Just put in the subject line "Question for the podcast," and I will be like, "Oh, okay, there we go." Because a lot of times it's like, "Well-fed women, do you want to lose weight fast?" You know, or something like. Somebody (laughs) has found something, so it's it's very it's a lot of capitalized long. Just say question for the podcast, and I'll be able to see it. So this is one from Heidi. She says, "Hello, and well, and Stephanie, I'm a big fan of your podcast, and have been listening." Every week since early 2018 and recently started listening to the earlier 2015 to 2017 podcasts that I hadn't listened to, I enjoy all the topics, even if some of them don't apply to me, pregnancy, snacks for children, etc. Thanks for everything you both do and for maintaining this podcast and the Wealthed Women community for so many years. I struggle with body image in my early 20s. I'm 42 now and don't anymore, although, of course, I always wanted to lose that pesky five pounds. And I have been an avid fitness enthusiast, enthusiast since I was a teenager. I work out harder at 42 than I did at 22. You get stronger and fitter. You need more. Plus I truly enjoy the love and love fitness and health the issue I struggle with is taking rest days. I work out six to seven days a week for a minimum of 60 to 90 minutes. I do at least 60 minutes of cardio on these days and about four days of strength training for at least 60 minutes each time, sometimes more, and occasionally take yoga bar classes. I actually want to work out every day, and I I actually want to work out every day, and I don't restrict my food. I know what you're going to say. Relax and take it easy. (laughs) But as someone who has been doing this routine for pretty much 20 years, that is easier said than done For my, from a mental standpoint. I'm healthy with no real issues, just general aging. Obviously, my body recovers slower at 42 than at 20 or even 30. As I get older, I want to maintain my health and fitness well into my golden years. But I know I need to prioritize recovery so I can continue to continue the fit lifestyle. I hear and understand everything you both say on the podcast, but it's still hard for me personally to say to myself, it's okay to take a rest day. Can you give me some tips for a chronic overexerciser who doesn't want to stop? Thank you both again for all you do. Mm. So
1: I, you do say that your body image doesn't play a role or much of a role anymore. And so I am curious where the really strong commitment to working out is coming from because if it is coming from um, a place where you it just feels really good physically, then um, we can work with that. <laughs> and if it's coming from a place where um, you think it's good for your health, we can work with that too, right? But if it's coming from a place where it's actually secretly because of body image, then that is the thing, that is the thing that needs to be addressed. Um, do you necessarily need to be taking rest days? Uh, if you feel good and you don't feel fatigued and you don't feel worn down and you feel like you're recovering, okay. I mean, you said, you know, it's taking longer, but... Um, And you want to keep going until things start to bother you, like, okay, okay. (laughs) Uh, But also, if your priority is your health and the reason you're doing it is because you're committed to your health, then we can very easily say to you, this will actually be better for your physical gains, right? This will actually be better for your muscle recovery if you do it a little bit less, Muscles are built in the times in which you are not exercising and you're uh, resting. And it's very interesting to me, this language of it's okay to take a rest day because you're saying you don't want to stop, but also the language of it's okay to take a rest day, right? Like, is that something forbidden to you that you won't let yourself indulge in? because like, that's a very different thing from well it's something that is uncomfortable to me because I just feel I really like moving my body all the time if you really like moving your body all the time and it feels really good great right? but if you're not taking rest days because you feel like you shouldn't for any reason take a rest day it's good for you physically it's good for you emotionally if you struggle with the whole concept just try it once, try it twice or have a days where you have so much else going on that it's just, it's not going to fit, you know, or like say, for example, and I'm not speaking for personal experience, if you're hungover <laughs> 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 or like, or like if, <laughs> or like if you haven't slept well the night before or something, right? Like give yourself, I'm not saying like, <laughs> There was nothing in me that is saying have alcohol one night. So the next day you don't feel like exercising. I am not saying this. What I'm saying is um, there will be days where you have less energy for whatever reason. And you can make that an imperative to not exercise or do something else with your time. Give yourself a hobby that you really want to commit to and you need the time from somewhere. So it's going to come out of working out, you know, or find a form of exercise that isn't grueling. I I don't know what your workouts are like, but they sound kind of intense. Mm -hmm. Minimum 60 to 90 minutes. You know, are you like, you know, like, (laughs) is that 60, 90 to minutes of pumping iron and on the treadmill, or are you kind of just like rolling around on the floor and doing some, you know, some like fun stuff, right? So um, these are just some ideas I'm throwing out there because, if your problem is that you feel like you need to be doing really, really severe, strong, intense workouts for reasons, <laughs> um, you don't. You really don't. But if it's really fun for you, you know, sure, go ahead, keep doing it, but make sure that it's not hurting you. So I, I guess, you know, it's all very vague, but uh, hopefully it helps a little bit.
0: Like me, many of you are in need of a pick-me-up. But if you're working on balancing hormones or you're in a really stressful time or you have been struggling with adrenal fatigue, also known as HPA axis issues, caffeine, if you're turning to caffeine, it can really stress out your body and make everything worse. Personally, for me and what I've done in the last year, I have replaced caffeine with adaptogens, specifically one called Cortizeps, because it's well known to improve energy and focus and stamina. And it does so without screwing up your cortisol levels. And it can actually help to improve stress by replenishing the adrenals and balancing cortisol levels. And the way that I do that is with a little thing called Red Juice from Organifi. So while Organifi makes a lot of different adaptogen blends, which I have been using, their red juice is specifically designed for energy support. It helps with focus. And I drink it mid-morning, sort of when you start to have that slump and you need a little pick-me-up. It's a red berry antioxidant blend. It has a potent blend of adaptogens, including cordyceps, rhodiola, and reishi. It tastes so good. It Like, that's... Probably one of my favorite things about it is that it tastes really good. So I enjoy having that. I look forward to it midday. I have totally fallen in love with Organifi and all the adaptogen blends that they make. I love adaptogens now. It's been so fun to just experiment with them. Some are great in the morning. Some are great in the evening. All of their superfood blends are 100% certified organic. They contain high quality ingredients. They're free of fillers and they taste really good. Uh, And they also have the clinical doses of adaptogens. So they have a variety of drinks. I like, again, red juice or green juice in the morning. I also think you should try their chocolate drink at night. We've been drinking that at night. It kind of tastes like hot cocoa, but it's just a blend of reishi, which is really relaxing. Support your body, energy, and immunity with... Organifi. Organifi takes pride in offering the best tasting superfood products on the market at a price that works out to less than $3 a day. You can experience Organifi's high quality superfoods without breaking the bank, which is really important to me too. Go to Organifi.com WellFed. Our code WellFed will get you 20% off your order. That's a huge discount. Again, it's Organifi. So O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com forward slash wellfed use our code wellfed for 20% off yeah I think you picked up on something interesting which is the we always read by the way we're always like trying to read into your question and seeing how like anytime you send us a question Steph and I have worked with enough people where we are always reading to ha- into how you phrase things and mm-hmm. how, you know cuz that gives us a clue about your own personal relationship with whatever you're saying you can say oh i don't have this issue but the, the language that you use might actually tell a little bit of a different story mm. and when you say something like it's still hard for me personally to stay. To say to myself, it's okay to take a rest day. If you have a very positive relationship with exercise in your body and you know you don't need to be doing this exercise, you know, as much as you are and you want to take more rest days, it would not be hard to say that to yourself because just like saying it's okay to do 60 minutes of exercise should be just as easy as it's okay not to do 60 minutes of exercise. It's okay to take rest days. It's okay to take multiple rest days. It's okay to take off for a week because none of that is detrimental to your health. And in fact, it can be very beneficial to your health. So, you know, we have clear evidence that shows you do not have to be working out 60 to 90 minutes a day to see fitness gains. You don't have to do that. You you may have, you know, there may be something going on. You may have kind of gotten stuck into a rut. Maybe, like Stephanie said, you're taking 90 minutes, but you're not in doing like intense workouts for 90 minutes straight. Maybe you're kind of, you know, using it as an opportunity to, to talk to some friends and do some other things. And uh, but I would still take a second. I think what you need to do is take a step back and say, okay, what, why am I really doing this? And what do I think is going to happen when I, if I were to take more rest days, then you'll see what the, what those fears are. So if you say to yourself, well, gosh, if I stop taking, if I stop doing 90 minutes of working out, maybe I decide that I'm going to take two rest days a week and I'm going to work out five days a week. What are my core fears? Why, what am I scared is going to happen? And why is that? And why does Mm -hmm. that matter? So I think if you can get down to that, then you'll be able to really get to the root of what are these core beliefs that I have? And how can I work on creating a new positive relationship with fitness in my body and really coming up with a, a more sustainable program for myself long term? I totally get it. I I totally get that you it's exercise when you find something you enjoy and you want to do and you want to be there. I get it. I remember my CrossFit days. I loved I just wanted to be in the gym more because I like liked my friends and I liked the things. And I genuinely I think exercise, obviously, there's like good dopamine hits, but it has this like strength training in general has this thing where it makes you, you know, feel a little bit more confident and you feel it's it's really exhilarating to be able to push yourself in a certain way and overcome that to do something hard and to get on the other side of it. And, you know, in the moment, it's a little it's tough. Yeah. But like after you're done, it's you, you become a little bit more confident. You become a little bit more um. E- I know it's it's, it's cheesy to say it, but you do you 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 find a new like kind of a little bit more self-acceptance and you become proud of yourself. And, you know, you can like you can encourage yourself through that process. I think a lot of us don't really get that opportunity. We're always bogged down by the weight of the world's expectations. And so it's nice to have something that we feel like we're doing well or that we've overcome so I get all that. Um, I do. But there it is a red flag when you say you have to do ninety minutes of of movement because that is not necessary. And it can long term. And maybe you have the genetics, you know, like again, going back to my Peloton instructor example, we we look And there's not like I love Peloton, so let's not even go there. But these, this is this. When I look at these people, this is how I look at them. I'm like, wow, they have really awesome genetics. Like that's cool that they can (laughs) lead all of these fitness classes and do their own fitness stuff in their free time, like run marathons and do Ironmans and do hundred mile bike rides. Like they have incredible genetics and their body's able to maintain that. And I think that that's really. Like good for you. Like it's it's fun to do that. But I know that I can't personally do that. My body is not genetically um I can tell you this is definitely not genetically inclined to do any more running, right? I tried to fight that for how many years? Um way too many. I'm not genetic like there is a point where when I do too much, it's I can't push my my body past a certain point. Now that doesn't make people who have different genetics any better than me. They don't have some sort of, you know, the world loves for us to say, well, or for loves to tell us like, well, these people are special because they've got it figured out and look at them. If they can do it, you can do it. Not necessarily. No, actually not. If they can do it does not mean that I can do it. And so we have to really understand you know our own bodies and our own genetics and our own limits and even what our own limits are mentally you know mentally and emotionally and what's going to serve us mentally and emotionally so i get that you want you know maybe you're more genetically inclined to handle more um you know mentally maybe this is this is something that really is enjoyable for you and i get that but also i do think it would be worthwhile to take a step back i can not i can tell you take a take some more rest days all, you know, I want. But that's not, that doesn't mean that it's going to result in lasting, healthful change for you. So I think the way forward is for you to really step back and and evaluate why am I pushing myself so hard and so long? And what am I scared is going to happen if I don't? And I think we should do that all the time with fitness. And even, you know, before you get into a, a workout that day, ask yourself, what would I do today if Weight loss or if the fear of gaining weight um, wasn't wasn't the driver because I do think a lot of people still have that as their underlying driver. And so then see what you come up with and try doing that instead. <laughs> Um, because a lot of times the, whatever we enjoy doing is, is a much more sustainable way to interact with fitness. I actually did a whole, it's funny, this is total side note, but I did a conference once and my whole topic was, you know, figuring out what is this, what makes a sustainable fitness plan and how can you figure out Basically debunking a lot of myths of, like, you've got to do it this way, and you've got to run, and you've got to also do this, and you've got to push through the pain, and, like, let's strip all of that away and... Like, what are the foundational truths? Like, you can get fit doing a lot of different things. You can get fit in ten minutes a day. You can get fit in thirty minutes a day. So do what you enjoy. That's gonna be the most sustainable thing. And then the person right after me was like, was like, why you should only be doing functional fitness? You know, it was like the exact opposite. And I get it. It was fine. Like functional fitness, yay. But also, like, if you don't want to do functional fitness today, that's fine too. And like, you can do a bike ride or a walk and and just kind. Kind of enjoy yourself if that's fun, too. So anyway, Um, anything else from you?
1: No, I thought that was great.
0: Okay, this is uh, question number two is from Michelle. She says, I've been noticing a lot of advertising for these period panties on TV. If you're someone who is trying to get away from mainstream feminine products and brands due to unknown materials and such, do you think these products are a good alternative? So, I have
1: wanted to try them for ages, and have not,
0: oh my gosh, uh, same <laughs>
1: <laughs> and and have not um I personally I use a cup um and which I like um i I don't think they're unsafe uh in terms of oh pretty much anything that's why I use one um so yeah. I'm not sure I have any more to say because I, I wouldn't want to weigh in on brands Mm -hmm. to use without having any personal experience. Um, But I don't, I mean, if you're, if you wear clothes that you buy at the store and aren't fussing about what it's made out of, then um, these should, you know, these aren't that much different, right? Like, I mean, they're more absorbent materials, but we put clothing on our body all the time. So I think, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, no, I, I get what you're saying. I think it's a good option. I, I use a, I just, we, we have, we have an episode where we kind of went into depth about how to, you know, natural feminine care. Um, So I'll link to that in the show notes. I think that period panties are a really interesting concept from a sustainability standpoint. It's obviously um, much better because you are not, I mean, the amount of product, cotton product that women go through managing their periods, it's a lot. And so the way to be a little bit more thoughtful about it is to is to use, you know, period panties, things that are reusable, washable, because it is easy to manage. My personal preference, and as I've gotten older, well, I, I don't know, it's interesting, as I've used a cup, um, I do feel like my periods have become lighter, but I also think that that's just because I've, I've done a little bit of research into that, and it is because your period can, like, flow a little bit more freely, you're not, like, stopping it up, and, you with a cup, it's kind of like a clean fall and you can just empty it. So like with a cup, I insert it, you know, in the morning and only have to take it out at night. I don't blow through a ton. It can hold more. So you're not blowing through a bunch of, you know, let's say you're, you're using tampons. You're not blowing through a bunch of tampons. You don't really have to change it. Um, except once, you know, like morning and night and my periods end up being shorter. So, you know, three days, four max. Um, And with that, I think using that in combination with period panties is like really awesome because now you're using absolutely no disposable products. You could find period panties that are, I'm sure, made of organic cotton and, you know, all the things. And you would just then wash that, you know, have a few pair of panties and wash that if you have any sort of like leaking or whatever, which is, you know, not like big leaking, you know what I mean Just like just slight stuff that some, sometimes happens. So um, I think it's a really, really great option. Um, you can also get I, I bought some reusable like organic cotton pads at one point in my life. <laughs> I haven't used those hardly at all, but that's another really good option if you're um, if that's more appealing to you you can you can do that. There's tons of them out there now but I really do. I prefer a cup. And there was a little bit of controversy a while back about how, like pulling on, pulling it out can actually like suction your cervix and pull it down. And I think if you, you've just got to use it properly. I've never had that experience. I've never felt that. And you do have to remove it properly. You've got to break the seal before you remove it. And, um, it's so easy. It's, it's really easy. Once, I mean, Okay. It's easy once you get the hang of it. Okay. And the, the first few weeks, it was a little hard. I will say, I was like, I don't know if I can, if I'm going to figure this out, but you do have to kind of push through, um, the few weeks of, of, well, I'll say a few periods of figuring it out. And once you do, it's very easy and it's very easy to maintain. So, um, I just, you I honestly have tried a lot of different ones and I, I'm pretty conventional. The Diva Cup is, is fit, has fit me best. So. Yeah. And I use number two because I um, like the size. There's like different sizes according to if you've had, you know, vaginal births or not or babies or not. So um, size two fit me perfectly. Like after I moved up, I you know was fine in a size one, moved up to a size two and that, that was fine too. So. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, but I hear you. I think it's a great move. And yeah, we should be we should be thoughtful about what we're sticking up. <laughs> like tampons and materials and tampons there's been found to be um like residual stuff in tampons and we just have to be thoughtful of that stuff but both from a sustainability standpoint but also what are we allowing to sit in our body for a really long time every month mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um okay question number three is from eileen this is so funny stuff because i've brought this question I up
1: can't wait to
0: answer it oh good okay so uh what's I keep getting this question because so many people okay, so, and i have tried okay. to not ask it, but now I'm like, okay, we'll go over this again. Steph's weight training routine, does she go at home or to the gym? And then the second part of that question is deodorant recommendations, um, which we can, we can go back to that as well. If you are active and follow a whole foods diet, you need to be thinking about electrolyte replacement. Take it from me, who did not consider electrolytes for a very long time, don't make the mistake, I did. (laughs) So here's the deal. You lose electrolytes when you sweat, like when you're working out, even when you're doing things like going into a sauna and when you go to the bathroom. These electrolytes have to be replaced through your diet or through supplementation. And if you're following a whole foods diet, which is naturally low in sodium, you can actually be chronically deficient in electrolytes. And even if you salt your foods, it may still not be enough if you are working out and sweating regularly. So this can show up as, or a deficiency can show up as dizziness, muscle cramps, headaches, fatigue, seeing stars when you stand up, sleep disturbances, especially on workout days, which was my experience. Electrolytes are important because water absorption in your body is dependent upon the absorption of key electrolytes like sodium and magnesium and potassium. And if you are guzzling water throughout the day or you find yourself super thirsty, you can actually be flushing out your electrolytes and you may actually be in need of electrolytes not more water element makes grab and go electrolyte replacement supplementation you just take an element recharge packet tear it open, mix it with water and sip on it. There is no sugar, gluten fillers, artificial ingredients, and it's paleo friendly. I've been using Element regularly on workout days and it has made such a difference for me in the last year. I don't feel so thirsty or empty throughout the day. I don't have that dizziness I used to when I go from sitting to standing post-workout. And just as a tip, when you're drinking it, mix in it in about 16 ounces of water. And then if it starts to get a little salty at the end, just add a bit more water and stir and sip on it as needed, which is what I do. I always, It's called second drink. <laughs> um, that's what I do throughout the day while I'm sipping on it. So grab a free sample pack of Element by going to drinklmnt.com forward slash well All you have to do is pay for shipping. So it's a box of eight. Again, that's drink. So D R I N K com forward slash. Well fed, you can click on get yours. And if you have already bought yourself some boxes, use that link to buy three boxes and get one free, which is what we do. Great.
1: So, did you just say that you get the question a lot? Yes. Okay. So, here is a question that I want to ask the people who are asking this question. And I love you all so much. So, just people never ask me what my weight training routine is like unless I'm thin. Oh, interesting! I have been weight training for 10 years. And all of a sudden, and I i actually I'm very careful on health to power. I never post a photo of anything other than my face currently, because I'm just, you know, careful about it. But on my Stephanie Ruper page, like I post videos of me dancing, I wear crop tops, like I'm relatively lean compared to how my body has been in, at times in the past. And people ask all the time. All the time. Mm. Nobody ever asked me before. (laughs) But it was like kind of of the same. I mean, I I do have a, a new routine now. Like that's true. And I'm happy to tell you about it. But I just like I just wanna I wanna throw some awareness a little bit more awareness out there I mean we're also aware of this but like people ask me all the time people didn't ask yeah. me before
0: I've never what gotten you? this question personally so that's why I'm laughing because nobody has asked me at all
1: Noelle's a health what and
0: fitness I- Noelle's a fitness <laughs> expert
1: she wrote a program
0: yeah kettlebells all we love you
1: for law.
0: yeah no <laughs> we love you guys we're not saying and and this could be a very subconscious thing it's we're oh, absolutely it not is. like yeah but and it, I, it's it's yeah, really and funny I'm not, no I'm one's asked person, me ever
1: i'm not the person fielding these questions but i people ask me like in life all the time and it happened to me i had a leaner period you know back when i was younger i wasn't mm-hmm. menstruating then i am now but i wasn't then and um you know, people, people commented on my body all the time. They wanted to know what I was doing and great. Like, thank you. I appreciate that you're saying something to me that you think is complimentary. Thank you. And you're looking for advice and information because, you know, maybe I have insight. Cool. Like, thank you so much. But also, um, yeah, there's just because I, uh, yeah. it's And I could look a different way and have the same routine. It is true. I um, I lift weights most days. I've actually, for the last few weeks, um, been a lot slower on it. I just have had a lot going on for me in my life, like emotionally, that is taking up energy. And I am uh, doing a little bit less exercising. And I think that's very worth talking about. And I've also like, I'm a little bit a little bit heavier than I was at the time when people were like asking me this question a lot. Mm-hmm. Like not not like not so much that anybody notice. I'm saying this because, like, I am. You know, like things ebb and flow. <laughs> things ebb and flow, and um, I love exercising. I love I lift weights for about 30 minutes in the morning, most mornings, and I'm cons- I'm consistent about it, and I make sure the weights I live are hefty are hefty are heavy and <laughs> those hefty uh, weights. Those hefty weights. Yeah. Um and I get to a point where I'm making effort, but not like in a punishing way for 30 minutes most mornings. And um that's it. I never do ab workouts. Just throwing that out there. Just, just let everybody know. I <laughs> and I can't remember the last time I did a sit up. Just just throwing that out there. Um, I do like some upper body and some lower body almost every day. Well, that's what I was doing for a while, but for the last few weeks, I haven't been doing that much. And every once in a while, I go for a long run, and I like dancing. And it's uh, that's just where I am right now, and um, that's where I am right now, and that's what I'm doing. And I'm very flexible about it. I, I I'm I'm keeping up with it. You know, I'm making sure that I'm doing it at least a few days a week because I like momentum, and I want to keep my momentum. But I'm feeling a little bit less motivated right now, so I'm doing a little bit less. And then I'll probably I've into a phase where I'm doing a little bit more, and that's cool. Like I'm totally cool with it. Um, and to reiterate, like I love everybody, and thank you for asking. Um, but I I do know that that people ask. You know. Mm -hmm. I mean your musculature is is more obvious when you're leaner, right? Like that's just a thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's just easier it's just easier to see it. Um, but that doesn't, you know, necessarily mean that I'm fitter than I am when I'm carrying more body fat. Just, you know. So yeah.
0: And you may not have the answer to this, but I I think everybody has the question, like why do you why has your weight fluctuated or changed or or it it seems like something changed when you came back to the States. Is it like Mm. less stress or more dancing or what do you contribute to?
1: I actually I'm a little unsure. I'm a little Mm -hmm. bit unsure. Um I have sort of I overcame some issues that I had with my sleep and eating. Mm -hmm. I used to have to like eat all the time in order to sleep. And my sleep is better. So I don't have to eat so much before I go to sleep. And I don't have to eat to fall back asleep in the middle of the night. So that was a really big change for me. And it helped me. um, It helped my appetite a lot. Um, I'm the kind of person who like I could just eat and eat. and eat. Um, I also have noticed that personally, uh, my appetite is less when I eat fewer carbs. And I just don't like the way I feel like I want to be eating all the time when I'm eating more carbs. And that's true for me right now. Hasn't always been the case. Isn't the case for everybody, you know? Mm -hmm. But like, I've noticed that. And I just, I like when my mental space isn't like demanded by food. And emotionally, Mm -hmm. I think also like, there are times of stress where I don't want to eat. And there are times of stress when I really want to eat. And there are times when I'm not stressed. And it's neither of those things, you know? And those, kind, it all just kind of like, again, it ebbs and flows. And right now, like, yeah, most of my clothes are, are pretty small. Um, but if that changes in the future, I'm like, all right, you know, okay. Um, so, and I'm, I'm conscious of it and I'm in these clothes and, and I'm, I don't want to buy a new wardrobe and all that stuff. Like, so I do watch and I do dial back, you know, sometimes or dial up or dial back. I, you know, but I'm flexible about it. Like I don't, it's not something that is necessary and it's not something that I like feel guilty or bad about. As a matter of fact, like I'm very proud and excited when I and other people in my life are comfortable gaining weight because that's what society tells us we shouldn't be. But like that's the thing I, I want to be for me and for the other people, you know, in my life, the women and, and people, right? Because it's something mm-hmm. everybody deals with. Like, um, so. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, so, I hear you. Yeah. I mean, even last night, I was just thinking about you saying dialing it back or dialing it up. Like, I think that that's the essence of food freedom when you can kind of ebb and flow and shift depending on what your body needs. Like even last night, um, it just it's not that I didn't necessarily want dessert, but I didn't really want it for my body. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. you can make that decision and make that distinction and say, OK, I'm just going to like not have dessert for a few weeks or I'm not going to have, you know, I call it dessert. But it, it, whatever it is, whether it's cookies or whatever I've been working on, pudding or something, you know, whatever recipe I've been working on. And I can make that decision and say, you know what, I got to get up early in the morning or like it's just not I'm just not feeling it right now. I do feel like I kind of want to like pull it back a little bit and and see how my body does like you can make those decisions freely without it at all being from a restrictive place and or you feeling deprived like I did not when I woke up this morning I wasn't like oh I was so good last night you know I didn't I didn't care about that (laughs) it's not I wouldn't have and I don't wake up from you know last night and think oh what did I do last night was this gonna help or hurt my my the appearance of my body today Um. but instead I can say like what What's gonna make me feel my best, and how am I gonna feel good like right now? Like, what does my body need? Um, what do I want for my body? Not what do I just, you know, what do I want? Um. So anyway, um, you didn't ask about my weight training routine, but I will give it to you anyway. Um, I have. <laughs> I have. Um, I'm really like you trying to up my strength training because I found that I was, you know, trying to do I think we do this too as women, we we kind of favor cardio-ish. And I, you know, for me it was like I really want to get back into riding and I really want to ride 3 days a week and as I started to try to push myself to do that, I was noticing like my knees, one of my knees was like kind of, it felt like an overuse injury. It was a little bit like runner's knee. And I was like, yeah, this probably, I don't think my body's jiving with this that well. And I realized I was only really working out one, sorry, uh, doing a strength training once a week. Um, And now I am trying to really, like, I'll do a ride. That's fine. Like 20 to 30 minutes but what i've been really prioritizing now is like very intentional strength um whether mm-hmm. it's a supersets or something that's fast paced that does you do not get a lot of rest and it's it can include higher reps so if you do a high rep push press for example your heart rate is going to get real high so if you're doing four rounds and you throw in some sort of you know like full body movement um you, you you're gonna get cardio benefits from that so I've been trying to do actually more of that and I find my body responds a lot better to that stuff um, rather than just like let me sit on the bike and do some sprints so I do that now three days a week like this morning I tried something new which was a little bit of a boot camp which you do a, you ride on the bike for about 10 minutes but then you do some like higher rep strength stuff um, which higher rep would be anywhere from 10 to 15 reps, which does get your heart rate up. But it also is really good to build muscular endurance at, you know, certain points. So I love that. And then I did a bar class. Have you ever done bar?
1: No, but Instagram has been showing me ads for this new bar thing in Harvard Square. And I bet I'm going to get a whole ton now after saying this.
0: <laughs> yeah, you would you would be great at it. And I bet you, you would enjoy it. It's actually pretty challenging for me, even as a somebody who has a background in ballet it's movement that is very core and glute specific. And if you have lost the use of your glutes for a long time, it's, it's hard to get it back. So I've really enjoyed just doing 10 minute bar workouts uh, in combination with like an upper body superset or lift or whatever, like a 20 minute, you know, upper body workout. And, um, I do feel like my body is becoming a lot stronger and I love that. But I also know to, you know, reference our first question that I can't always be pushing myself this hard. Like I really enjoy the process of pushing myself really hard. And um, you have to also recognize that sometimes that that's going to like, you know, tear your body down and your wrist is going to hurt a little bit and you're like, oh, you strained your back a little bit or whatever. So I'm trying to do find other gentle forms of strength training and I think bar is um really interesting. It's a it's a really interesting way to just kind of have like I just want like good I want good muscle strength, but I also want good like small tendon, you know, strength too. Like I want I want my stabilizers to be strong as well, which a lot of us don't uh, leave time for. So, anyway, wow. Um sorry about all that. So, let's talk about deodorant recommendations um Woo! Beauty counter loom and uh <laughs> has all caused itchiness and rashes. Is the different baking or air root are there is there different baking or air root types of powders do you recommend I go back to aluminum based? Um I
1: am not the expert in this by any means. I actually um almost never wear deodorant. I don't wear it very much. Um, I do. I have noticed. I do know that I will sweat more in certain certain circumstances. Um, and typically when I'm wearing sleeves or a sleeveless sweater. So like my arms are touching my body, but I'm uh, not sleeveless, but one that like hangs down, maybe like a bat wing. You know what I mean? And um, And then it's like hot but my, you know, there's like friction or whatever. So anyway, I, I I know some circumstances in which I wear it, but I don't wear it very often. And so, uh, I haven't. And and then in the few circumstances I do wear it, it's usually like quite important. Like I'm on a date. Right. So, Mm -mm -mm. um, so I use conventional deodorant. I do. I'm really sorry, everybody. I know I'm, (laughs) I know I'm letting all the like natural health aficionados down, but I don't use it very often. And I like, you know, want it to really pack a punch. And so I haven't, I haven't put any time or energy into it, despite the fact that I know that Noelle has spent so much of her life (laughs) for the right deodorant that I should just like take her advice, but I haven't.
0: Okay. So when I was younger, I used to really (laughs) struggle with sweating. Like I've always just been a healthy sweater. And so from right from the get go, I've, I've always been like, help me find the deodorant. And to be quite Honest, like even conventional deodorants were not that helpful. So, um, I so there can be a few things that cause irritation. You could just have really sensitive skin. Um, you could be experiencing like an allergic contact dermatitis, which could be a possibility. Um, if you're like, you didn't know it, but you're allergic to coconut oil or shea butter or, baking soda, for example, that could really, that could be causing the rashes. And so you've got to figure out what you're allergic to. Um, A lot of times the irritation can be caused by, or like the red rashes, the sweat and the friction, it can be caused by your sweat. So obviously like an aluminum-based deodorant stops the sweat occasionally. Sometimes it doesn't necessarily work, but you could, like that wetness could also be caused like be causing that rash. Um, Irritation can also be caused by like the pH levels of your skin. So if you're regularly stripping your skin with like a harsh cleanser or whatever, that can actually impair the acid mantle that's under your arm and make it more prone to irritation. Interestingly enough, your age, your diet, the time of the month that it is, that can all impact your skin's pH and how you react to specific products too. What I would recommend is only really just using a gentle mild soap, no harsh sulfates. You can also apply the everything spray from Primally Pure, which I absolutely love. It's like my favorite toner in the whole world. I use it after workouts. I do think it's why I don't break out. Like I can sweat so much and work out and I don't break out um at all. Like I don't have any clogged pores cuz I always use I use a charcoal bar post workout, uh, the Beauty Counter charcoal bar. Um which I think is like $22 or $23. And that thing will last a very long time. And I do that right in the sh- like shower every day. And then um, I always follow up with the Everything Spray from um, Primally Pure. And you can use that too underneath your arms. And I would also make sure that you're just not... And well, what the Everything Spray would, does, by the way, is it, it will, because it is a, more acidic, it's going to bring your... Like your pH level a little bit more acidic because actually when you have like a higher pH, um, that can lead to a lot of irritation. Um, and I'll link to the charcoal bar. The charcoal bar I only use for my face, by the way. Um, charcoal bar, I'll link to that um, in the show notes. But my link is beautycounter.com. Um, altar. And then Primally Pure, the Everything Spray. I'll link to that in the show notes. I my coupon code is Coconuts, I believe, for ten percent off. But you can use like a really gentle soap. So I have a few different soaps that I use. Um, sometimes I'll just use like a bar soap. You have to be careful sometimes with these. Like I used to love Dr. Bronner's, but it is it can be really harsh um, sometimes. Like the it's just very alkaline. Um, but i i will now use just like a gentle body wash um sometimes you can use even if you feel like your armpits are stinking a lot you can use the charcoal bar underneath your armpits but i would hold off on that until you really figure out what's causing the rashes so you can spray the everything spray and then never shave before you put on deodorant because you're you're kind of just stripping your skin and then you're going to put you know deodorant on which can or cannot, you know, depending if you're sensitive to an ingredient or whatever, that could really trigger like a rash or whatever. So also there are certain like fragrances and essential oils like peppermint, for example, that can be a little bit more irritating and then baking soda. Yeah. Baking soda can be really harsh. So one of the things that I was, when I was looking at all these different natural deodorants is some of them are, can like some of them clearly caused people more rashes and issues where others didn't. And really when it comes down to it is how what do they use for the drying agent and in what ratios is it? So a lot of these, and this is the problem though, y'all, is because these drying agents like baking soda and arrowroot are what keep you dry, right? That's what helps them to work. But when it's in too high of a ratio it can, it can, it seems to cause people a lot more rashes and issues. So I like deodorants that use a combo of both so that it's not super high in one or the other. And I, it should not be, I can't remember what I, what I had come, what, what my thoughts were, my final thoughts were. I think it was like, if it's in the top three ingredients, there seemed to be a much higher, um, like baking soda, it seemed to be much higher probability that it was going to cause like rashes and issues so there are certain ones that are that that can cause that um and then other ones that don't and then if coconut oil is the first ingredient is a very high likely it's going to stain your clothes and cause like sweat stains but also just like oil stains (laughs) underneath your arms um so anyway, I would use try a deodorant that does not have baking soda in it because it sounds like if you're getting a rash from everything, you can try something very gentle. There's a um, a type a brand a, a brand called Honestly Fresh pH Fresh is with a pH. That is what I would try. I can link to that in the show notes as well. Um there, I, I would also maybe try Primally Pure's Charcoal deodorant. I find that that's really, really great for sensitive skin. I'll link to both of those. Do not try Schmitz. That is very, very... um. It does have a lot of baking soda. Um, I'm surprised that Loom made you... That's like more of a cream-based deodorant. I am surprised that that made you... um. Oh, you know what, though? Now that I think about it, that one's not as as drying, so it could it c- could lead to wetness and more friction because it is a cream-based deodorant. So that's something else to look out for. These cream-based deodorants, these wet deodorants, can make you feel more wet and actually cause more friction and issues. So anyway, I hope that helps. Um, try Honestly Fresh. Try Primarily Pures Charcoal Deodorant. Um, I'm sorry it's been such a hard go for you. But okay, anything else from you, Stephanie? no i hope this episode was helpful i feel like i feel like we just talked a lot and i'm not sure what we said important things okay i hope so
1: important things and
0: a lot of tangents
1: you have so much experience with deodorant wow
0: sorry sorry i know It's just one of those weird, you know, how everybody has a lot of knowledge about something that is just does not really matter. Obviously, it matters to a lot of people. Deodorants do. But it's just like, yeah. Yeah. I know all about that. So anyway, uh, we love you guys. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sticking it out with us for this long. And we love spending time with you. Thanks for sending in your questions. Um, for more from me, coconutsandkettlebells.com And I'm at coconutsandkettlebells on Instagram. Steph is at Stephanie Rupert on Instagram, healthempower.com. We will talk to you next week.